Hey, it's Jess DeMassa. Thanks for listening to this episode of WTF Health. All this talk about the future of health is brought to you in part by our sponsors, Transparent, OneDrop, Wheel, Pfizer, Vita Health, Newtopia, 120 over 80 marketing and Bayer G4A. And don't forget, if you want to check out the video version of this interview, head on over to my YouTube channel. That's at youtube.com slash WTF health. Hey everybody, it's Jessica DeMassa with WTF Health. What's the future health? I am talking to the who's who of health tech and healthcare innovation. And today we've got big news from Bayer and OneDrop. They are here to announce the launch of the first ever, their first ever co-developed digital product, which is aimed at preventing cardiovascular disease. So here to tell us all about this, which is a big deal. It came out of that partnership that Bayer announced with OneDrop last summer. We've got Jean she is the CIO and head of digital and commercial innovation. And Jeff Dachis, he is the CEO and founder of OneDrop. So hello, welcome to both of you. Hey, Jess. Thanks. Hello. Oh my gosh, so this is very exciting to me for a number of reasons. First of all, this is the first time I've gotten to speak with both of you, both the Bayer and the OneDrop side of the team here. So we want to find out a lot about the partnership and the working relationship there, because I do feel like it is a shining star of an example of a partnership between a health tech company and a life sciences pharma company. So I want to hear about that. But before we do, or perhaps because of, let's talk about this cardiovascular disease prevention module that's just been launched. Jeff, kick us off here. Talk about how this, how this has really been indicative of the partnership that you've got with Bayer, how this is blowing out one drop into a brand new therapeutic area, and you know what it, what it kind of means in terms of, of your solution as it's continuing to grow and it's continuing to build its yeah. data set. Great. Um, thanks, Jess, and hi, John. Um, this, this module is really focused on helping everyone manage and reduce the risk of cardiovascular disease among all the members by changing sort of key behaviors that lead to clinical outcomes. So A1C, blood pressure, weight reduction. Um, and really this is the first co-developed digital product to emerge from the collaboration. Um, so we're super, super excited about it. This digital first prevention module, I think for us at least provides a holistic set of digital tools and coaching and it places any OneDrop member who signs up for it on a healthier path by personalizing their care, by gathering their data and providing actionable insights, all in you know, the OneDrop user-friendly mobile experience. And really our goal is to, um, is to reduce the, the, the burden you know, of cardiovascular disease by removing barriers to care, increasing access to critical health information, all while lowering the cost uh, for employers and health plans. And this has really been the goal, like all along, not only for OneDrop, but also with this with this relationship that you have with Bayer. And I'm wondering if we could take a little walk down memory lane here to like just about a year ago when you guys really announced and, and the, the announcement last year was the, the 98 plus million dollar deal that included some funding and it also included some co-development plans. So this was something that you guys said a year ago you were going to set out to do. And here we are now, checks, we're checking something off the list. Jean, like talk to me, I guess, about this and, and what this means for Bayer. Like put this into context for Bayer for me. So um, I don't know if you realize because you know, um, I'm also extremely you know, happy about how it went. We signed mm-hmm that deal end of August last year yeah. 
And uh, with also the special circumstances we know about, you know, with us Europeans not really being able to fly to the US and everything. So our teams work together uh, in a remote setting, trying to also communicate uh, from the pharma world to the digital world. And they actually made it. And it started yeah. with the reflection on how can you help people who have a cardiovascular condition to really match, manage this on a day-to-day basis. It's like, should not ignore it because it's not going to make it better, but it should not invade your life either. You don't need to go out. You don't need to um, go to the hospital or seek special attention or disc. You've got that more or less in your pocket to help you, you know, step by step, getting better and changing your life behavior also with behind. And that's the very sense of the collaboration behind that strong link between the digital technology and the medical understanding and the scientific understanding. It should not be painful or cumbersome or invasive. The understanding of the disease, the understanding of the you know, progression and how you can change it by modifying some parameters, it's buried into the system. It's not patronizing. <laughs> it's not <laughs> uh, pharma. We tend to do that a bit. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not, you know, making people feel less. It's giving them the possibility to do more. Yeah. And I think it's it's really the essence of that. And of course, because we are coming from different worlds, it was a bit complicated in the beginning. But now we are really coming to the point where. You know, um, we are able to have our teams really communicate better, work better together, and um, develop this common vision. Yeah. So Tom, teams you, been, yeah, what would you add to that? Like, I want to hear your side of this as well. <laughs> well, this partnership is really demonstrating the value of combining sort of the superior clinical expertise of a major pharma player like Bayer with the digital innovation and robust data, you know, experience that OneDrop brings to the table. And, you know, I've been so impressed with the Bayer team all the way from, you know, call it the deal teams, you know, as we worked virtually through the pandemic to work, you know, to get this transaction done. And then now virtually, you know, through the co-development exercise to get this first, you know, effort launched, um, it really demonstrates the value of bringing together a diverse set of skills to accelerate innovation in prevention tools for consumers. You know, this launch is a super important milestone, you know, in our in our joint endeavor to make integrated care a transformative solution for, for everybody. And I mean, let's not like let's not minimize the fact that truly, I mean, this this partnership has been longstanding. It goes even past, but back before this yeah. this last deal a year ago. I mean, Bayer's been invested in OneDrop like all, almost all along the way. I mean, but but I think what's very interesting about this is that that this is like a like I said at the beginning. I feel like this is a very unusual example of a partnership between a health tech company and an incumbent pharmaceutical company because of the fact that you guys have been really successful. Like I can think of a number of examples and, and some that have been have achieved some success and um, others that have not at all. And I think that even on the success side, you guys have really demonstrated in terms of scale and scope what's possible. So I'm hoping, Jeff, can you say a little bit more about like what it is about, like I think this, this working relationship that you guys have with Bayer that really, I mean, 
that really takes the conversation that you guys are having and takes it away from, okay, let's just pilot this. Okay, let's think tiny into like this whole different, I mean, the, the way that I've heard both of you speak about the partnership is like the sky's the limit and, and the deal, the terms are on the deal last summer, I feel like underscored that. So what, would you, what do you feel, Jeff, in terms of like working with Bayer and, and what is it about their strategy in terms of this, their, their commitment to integrated care, their commitment to technology and to healthcare that really makes th this partnership work? Well, you know, first of all, I've, we've partnered with or, you know, attempted to partner with, you know, a variety of different sort of big players in the healthcare space, you know, for, for, for the last bunch of years. And, and, and I think every, you know, health tech entrepreneur will, will identify with this, but it, it normally just is awful. I mean, it's, it's normally just an awful experience. Um, it, it never really goes well. And I have to say that the exact opposite is true with our relationship with Bayer. We have alignment from the top. Um, all the way through every aspect of everything that we're doing, we have 100% alignment in vision, in approach, in tactics. Um, and so when you get into the sausage making, you know, it's not always going to be easy, but it certainly is guided by, uh, you know, a, a very clear and common set of agreed upon principles in what we're trying to accomplish. And so, you know, from my perspective, this is, I think, you know, among, if not the best partnership of my entire career, um, because we've got you know, a very strong partner in Bayer that um, is trying to accomplish the same things that we are. Uh, Jean, I don't know if you disagree, but. It's something where um, I was in another company before that tried to come to this kind of partnerships. It did not really work out super well. I think, you know, it all starts with pharma being self-aware of mm -hmm. how we think and how we see the world and um, also accepting that if you want to go into the world of digital and in turn in really look at integrated care you need to stop slicing things into diseases and therapeutic areas but mm -hmm. really cons consider the individual uh, you also need to stretch yourself in terms of thinking permanently to enter the world of digital and enter the world of okay no not everything is going to be process oriented and shaped like we do for drugs we need to be more agile we need to communicate differently but we also need to make the effort to bring what it takes to the table so that's a permanent adjustment it was a bit complicated in the beginning, but we both entered that, I would say, partnership with a fully informed consent <laughs> and saying that we knew that, we knew it was not going to be always a walk in the park. But no, we are progressing, so we are getting much better at it. And it's also mean that, okay, going into digital health means you accept to enter a field where there are no pre-existing analogs on which you can forecast, re-forecast and re-predict and get into, you know, the traditional strategic uh, planning uh, of a pharma company. It has to be admitted as innovation, as also looking 
at new fields, new pool of, pools of value. And um, that's also how we came to the conclusion that we needed to keep that outside of the mainstream. So the group on the bio side working on that is living in a bit of a, in a special universe <laughs> and is not competing with uh, the other brands or other activities and investments in R&D or in our in market brands. It's separated to allow that chemistry to work between the two sides and the risk taking you've got in trying to define new markets. I think that's fascinating. And I think, I mean, we've seen some of the other, you know, the other deals that Bayer has made through other sites, Bayer Leaps, and we've seen some of the other companies that you've partnered with. I'm so curious. I love how, I love what you said about just the pharma self-awareness. I think that that is a line that you should trademark <laughs> and then teach counseling classes in this. I feel like there's something here. Um, but I also love what you said about, you know, really recognizing that it's not going to follow the shape of drug development. And so I'm curious on your side, if you could say maybe a little bit more about, you know, Bayer's strategy in digital, whether it's, you know, working with a precision health company like OneDrop, or if it's even on the digital therapeutics or prescription digital therapeutics. I mean, we in, in my world spent a lot of time talking about what's pharma going to do and, and around the pill, above the pill, beyond the pill. You know, I'm so I'm curious about, <laughs> while I have you here, if I can get, get a little bit of insight, because I think even just explaining, there's a lot to be learned in your in your communication about this partnership with Jeff and with OneDrop. So, I mean, like already, I feel like I have a, a sense of like, oh my gosh, this makes sense why this is working. But I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit more in terms of the strategic or the vision from the pharma standpoint, um, from Bayer's standpoint, in terms of how, how you see technology wrapping in and changing the way that your company does business in the future. You're talking about what the digital disruption can bring to pharma. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and for the moment, you know, what I've seen a lot uh, previously is pharma trying to rein in and anticipate the disruption. And it doesn't work like that because uh, basically like... <laughs> it's just the disruption wants to disrupt. Okay. And then, um, I'm always sometimes extremely confused myself with beyond the pill, above the pill, and oh, blood pill, plus, plus pill. It's just, just, it's more like whether you're looking at the traditional pharma business, whether you're looking at that. The question is not finding funny names or interesting names to what you do. The real question is, what is the value you're trying to create and for whom? So basically the view of integrated care and working on a person-centric digital health platform is how you're going to bring in a you know, value to the end user. How are you going to, to bring value to the person trying to make his or her life better, trying to manage the disease and health better. The first thing that the patient wants to do is to stop being a patient. We need to keep that in mind. So if you can minimize the impact of the disease on your life, if you can minimize the impact because you are more in a preventive approach or you're minimizing the time you lose and increasing the benefit you get, there you win, that you've got a real value proposition. And that value proposition is something that also you, know, you can re 
propose to the people in the system who are paying for it. So that's for the digital health and the integrated care. The integrated care is nothing else than finding the right technologies to really help any one of us to have a better experience of health and disease and really trying to make it more acceptable, more integrated in your life. If you just come with top-down recommendations on people, sometimes they can follow, sometimes they cannot follow for a variety of reasons. Um, if the people don't do it, it's just not because they want to frustrate their physicians. It's because there is something that does not fit with their life. And the digital health is there to make it more fitable with your life, more applicable. Mm -hmm. Now, there are other areas of digital health where we can think about creating value. Yeah, different investments and uh, that were made through leaps are through you know, different uh, investment vehicles. Now, more looking into different areas. Very interestingly, for example, the digital clinical research organization is something we are thinking about and discussing with another partner. And uh, Uma, to, to, to you'll have to come her. back. <laughs> yeah. And we are thinking about, you know, there is value in helping the industry being better at what it does. Yeah, absolutely. And there is certain amount of money that could be better used and more efficiently used if we were adopting more you know, performing technologies or more, more modern technologies. There are some value pools also in the chain between the payers and, and us and between you know, the different providers that you can think about and try to challenge and see what they are. We have different bets we are placing. Our core strategy and co-working you know, pillar for, for digital health is with one Rob, but we are still placing some other bets because I think there are other value pools we could think about disrupting a bit. Absolutely. Okay. Mm -hmm. so, just, you know, you, you, sorry, you know, you were just at the health conference, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, you've been doing this for a long time. Yes. <laughs> and for the most part, you know, you probably see the same thing that I do, which is everybody talks about how busted healthcare is. And yet you, people keep showing up with the same incremental sort of uh, barely move the needle improvement stuff that doesn't really change anything. We're spending $3.1 trillion a year on chronic care every single year in the US and achieving basically negative results. Like how can you look at an industry that has never really adopted the convenience, the affordability, the accessibility, and the power of digital technologies and say that there's not, you know, that, that, that you can only really think about incremental improvement um, to the same system that already isn't working. You know, we are, we're, you know, so together with Bayer, we're really thinking about how does precision health you know, revolutionize aspects of, um, of chronic care? How can we bring affordability, accessibility, um, convenience, and, you know, sort of the power of digital, you know, to, to helping people the 8,759 hours a year, you know, that they're not at the doctor's office. And so really, it's, it's about thinking about things in different ways. And I think, you know, together with Bayer, you know, we really are um, approaching things, you know, in novel ways. This program, as an example, this 
cardiovascular prevention program, um, you know, uses data science to help people assess their, you know, their risk scores. Um, it allows them to automatically track multiple things like food, medications, activity, glucose, et cetera. It also uses behavior science to customize the educational content to the individual. It also provides a simplified, you know, trend analysis and and one-on-one and -on -one coaching with a registered, you know, uh, specialist. And then, you know, it's also providing, you know, all of the, the AI-powered, um, you know, biometric predictions, you know, that we're delivering to our other programs. And so, you know, thinking about things in different ways, you know, you can't come at the problem with incremental improvements to the existing system and expect there to be any better outcomes. We just, we're thinking about it in different ways. I love that. And I, I, I want to double click real quick here for a second on this. And I want to, not only on the co-development side of this partnership relationship that we've been talking about almost exclusively here, it's just, you know, how, how this came to be, how strategically you're aligned. But let's talk about like, even Jeff, what you said about like, you know, how do you make this accessible and affordable? I mean, Bayer is like one of the most, I guess, beloved, trusted consumer health brands in the world. And you guys, I mean, you go to market right now, you, you have a, a mix of, of, uh, of go to market channels. I mean, you guys have some great relationships with some big deal retailers here in the US. You know, you're working the employer market, but like, what is the potential if we unlock the, the consumer distribution power over there? The, if we, if, um, we dive into the commercial innovation side of things and we also, you know, take one drop and like, I mean, I, I just think to myself, like that's one of the really exciting parts about this is not only on the back end, the development side, but also on the go-to-market side. Like, what's happening there? Can you guys talk to talk to us at all about that? Sure, I'll, I'll speak a little bit to it. We we don't share a lot there. Um, you know, obviously Bayer has one of the best um, worldwide distribution platforms in terms of both market access um, as well as. Um, ACP networks, as well as, you know, consumer uh, distribution. If you go into any pharmacy or any, you know, drugstore, a huge portion of the shelf space is, re is really owned by Bayer. Um, and so when we think about what we're doing with precision health in terms of affordability, accessibility, consumerized experiences, um, of course, you know, one of the one of the things we think about is how can we leverage each company's strengths, you know, in categories. Um, um, and, and it's the, the advantage I see also in the collaboration is that, you know, of course, we've got a focus on the U.S. market to start with. Mm -hmm. But what we can bring into the discussion is also this mm -hmm. delicate understanding of the horrible complexity of a place like Europe, for example, and try to understand how you're going to reach out because you know, you're not in the uh, same market dynamic, the same willingness to self-pay or whatever when you're actually on the uh, on the other side of the film. And it's all that that we, we are really putting together and trying to, to develop our strategy. And I think it's extremely important that we make things accessible yeah. and uh, to people so they can really stick with it. And that's part of our discussions. Of course, nothing is simple. And that's where we see... That, you know, the dynamic between the consumer, between the pharma side, and how we can reach out to the different stakeholders is really making that you new know, exploration very, very interesting and promising. All right, last thing for the both of you. All right, so what can you leave us with in terms of a what's next? I mean, and I know that you probably can't say too much, but Jeff, you know I love that sensor that I keep hearing about and the whole concept of precision health, which is very yep. cool. And then, you know, Bayer is over there being Bayer. So mm -hmm. <laughs> what can you guys leave us with? I mean, this was, this was a multi-year, multi-condition, multi-therapeutic area deal. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> Precision Health Platform, you know, we're centered on the continued expansion into multiple therapeutic areas. We're excited, you know, to have Bayer's support in doing so. Um, the life-altering potential of our programs and prevention modules wouldn't be possible without the deep expertise that Bayer's bringing to the table. Um, and as we move forward, you know, putting a lab on everybody's arm, giving them access to information that they can take action on, and doing so with the support of educational content, coaching, and other digital experiences that allow them to make choices all of the time that they're not at the doctor's office, to us really starts the journey of empowering people to take control of their health. And if you um, rely on, you know, sort of this inefficient, ineffective healthcare system to deliver the care to achieve the kind of results that we've been seeing decade after decade after decade in chronic care. Like, I just don't think, you know, you, you get there. And so precision health is really the way to go. And we're, we're, we're really excited about it. And on my side, you know, think about precision health. Think about, okay, what is going to happen when you start to put, as Jeff is saying, a lab on the arm of people? Oh, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> and only already by having this continuous engagement of people. Think about it. For centuries, we have been yeah. describing diseases with very discreet and distant interaction points. Mm -hmm. You go to the hospital, you go to see the doctor, and it's how, it's how we describe diseases with those discrete interaction points. Every month, third month, six months, every year, second year, what's happening in the meantime? All of a sudden, you're starting to, already today with all the data gathered, the platform and even more tomorrow when we talk about the sensorized health I mean, basically you're going to the definition of the first video game called pong to <laughs> the modern video games it means you are changing the dimension of the number of pixels that you have now to describe what is health and what is disease yeah and That's a beautiful analogy i love that and it's, it's going to change also the way we really do understand the disease. Think about what already, you know, in oncology, the molecular area brought on the table, completely redefining cancer subtypes in many more subtypes, sub-diseases. Mm -hmm. There are many conditions for which we don't have access to that redefinition. And I really hope that, you know, integrating the, uh, more continuous data, more also continuous interactions, and all those pixels will finally be able yeah. to also see the nuances. And by the nuances, that's where you're going to provide the best help and the best care. I'm excited. You guys make me very excited about what's coming down the pike. I always feel like there's 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 something you're not telling me, but I can't wait to see what it is. <laughs> and it's always very inspiring to hear your, your strategy too. So thank you so much for stopping by. This is a huge milestone. Thank you. Congratulations. And congratulations to both of your teams for, for being able to deliver on this. I mean, it's not often but I can say I read a press release that's like there are developmental milestones and it's like we'll never hear about this again and no here we are not not only are we hearing about it but we're checking one off so congratulations again to the two of you and thank you so much for stopping by
Lots and for sharing a bit about your partnership. I think like this is one of those relationships that like everybody wanted to hear about. So thank you so much for being so candid. Thank you thank very you. much. Thank you for the opportunity to discuss yeah. with you. No, That's thank great. you. Come back anytime. <laughs> All right. Thanks All right, guys. Me. That was Jean She is the CIO and head of digital and commercial innovation at Bayer Pharmaceuticals. And Jeff Dachis, the CEO and founder of OneDrop. Thank you both again. I'm Jessica DeMassa. For more with the who's who of health tech as they're changing the way that we do healthcare, please check out my YouTube channel and hit subscribe. It's over there at youtube.com slash WTF health. We'll talk to you both soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, it's Jess. If you're looking for more news on what's going on in health tech, I've got another show airing on this channel called Health Tech Deals. In this one, famous healthcare curmudgeon Matthew Holt joins me twice a week to weigh in on the biggest funding deals, M&A activity, and exits in health tech. Just look for episodes labeled Health Tech Deals.